You got to guess what? Guess what? What? In the chat, I just saw our, our friend Jenny Lawson, uh, the new proprietor of Jenny Yoga. Jenny Yoga. Isn't that what we call it? Jenny Yoga? Yeah. Said, said, and I quote, how's everyone's weekend been? Did really good with yoga teacher practicums. I'm guessing that's like the where you show them that you're good at doing it. Now it's just the exams. Uh oh. I can't wait to go and and host a live show at the grand opening of Jenny Yoga. I'm very very excited about it. Welcome everybody to the Positivity Report. It's a Monday. I walked in and think like, "What are you sick?" I was like, "No, no." I just screamed at a wedding for six hours on Saturday. Um, the world. I mean, like we got after it on Saturday at this wedding. It was awesome. Uh, you guys know Jenna Oshkowitz. She has been on the program, and she was on an episode of Josh Brady. Uh, her really close friend Kevin was also at the wedding. Yeah, they she uh, Kevin walked their dog uh, down the aisle. Bear is his name. He's a little French bulldog, and he had a, like one of those little tuxedo vests, like a dog tuxedo vest, and it's the cutest thing ever. Uh, and so I lost my voice, uh, and. Um, I'm very happy. I like. I feel like those episodes of Friends when Phoebe lost her voice and she was like the greatest singer at the in the history of the coffee shop. But she didn't lose her voice. She got sick, and then she kept trying to stay sick. That was a very funny episode. This is when we need Boone's Bourbon as a sponsor again. Uh huh. Yeah. He can do his commercials. Boone's Bourbon. We should do maybe some voiceover of something. Should uh- <laughs> I just talk like this? <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, Trey T said that's a nice baritone you've got going on, Josh. Thank you so much. Um. <laughs> So thank you all for being here on a Monday. We've got an amazing show planned for you. Uh, Brian Floriani of Freedom USA. Uh, he is really trying to change the face of literacy in the United States um, from young kids all the way to adults. And uh, he's going to be joining virtually uh, on the show in a little bit. If you guys want to support the show, you can stream labs, streamlabs.com slash good people GPA. is going to keep an eye on that. Uh, you can super chat right here on YouTube as well. Any money Always helps, keeps the lights on around here, and a portion of all proceeds is donated to charities. Also, uh, if you're in the Los Angeles area on August 21st, August 21st, our first ever live show in person, 7 p.m. at Jam in the Van. Ikaika, throw up that hot, hot image. Um, I also pinned the link there in the chat. Uh, we're going to do some a ton of promotion and all that kind of fun stuff, but that is August 21st. It's a Saturday night. 7 p.m. You can get tickets. There's VIP tickets. There's all-you-can-drink tickets. There's, so, there's It's going to be a blast. I'm very, very excited about it. We're planning all kinds of fun stuff. Music, live Josh Brady, all kinds of friends showing up. Um, thank you all for watching Josh Brady on Friday. We had a great time. Ikeka, that thing just fell down. I know. I have to... Is it okay? Yeah, I just have to go around and get it real quick. <laughs> I never know what's happening over there with all the cords. Ikeka's got a... Uh, you guys ever come into studio? Okay, it's got so many cords over there. It's just fantastic. Anyway, um, you guys can also head over to the website, thegpa.fun, become a member of the Bucket Club. For those that hung out for a little post-show, uh, Josh Brady, myself, Sinead DeFreeze, Mark Riley, Kaika was here, obviously. Um, Ashley Mova hung out for a little bit. We talked a lot about some of the things that people sometimes want to hear about uh, from the old days back in Collider, and some of those people that maybe didn't know us back at Collider got <clears throat> you know, to learn some, some things about us, so it was a lot of fun. Uh, I hope everybody had a really nice weekend. Um, I will say, I know that, you know, the world right now with this Delta variant, everything is kind of crazy. Um, get vaccinated. Just do it. Uh, but it was really nice to be at a wedding again. And so the the wedding, you know, it, there was a lot of members of Glee that were there because she was on the show Glee. And for those that don't know, um, 
And this is no, I'm not like trying to be uh, cocky or anything like that. Subscribe to the channel, hit the like button. I love the wedding dance floor. If, if, if I was a painter, my canvas would be a wedding dance floor. Our good friend Alessandra Torresani was there. Uh, she was ripping up the dance floor. Uh, I mean, the dance, the dancing started at about eight and went all the way till midnight, like straight through. And this wedding also had a fantastic food, but that's besides the point. So midway through, like the wedding is like the dance floor is just starting to get hot. Uh, the blazer's off, the bow tie is undone, all of it. And I'm dancing with someone like the Glee people and Amanda pulls me aside. She's like, these are professional dancers. You cannot keep up with them. Calm down. And I was like, no effing way. I am going full force. At one point, there was this guy there, and he was like, are you new to, you know, buzzing your head? And I was like, yeah. He's like, you got to start bringing a sweat rag, especially to weddings. So he, he like, I was like dabbing my sweat all the way through. I sweated through my shirt, like everything so hard. That next morning when you wake up and your suit and shirt is wet, Ikaika, that's when you know you did it. That's when you know you did it. Still wet. Uh, and we really got after it. And I woke up the next morning, and this is what I sounded like. Uh, and because ever like the DJ was awesome. We were screaming. I mean, screaming. Everybody was so effing excited. People started, you know, like the wedding dance floor starts hot and then it starts like people start kind of falling off. Right. People kind of like, oh, I got a little too drunk or people are doing their thing. Nope. Not me. We kept that dance floor hot for four straight hours. I mean, lifts and spins. I mean, there was like choreographers in there doing like legit Britney Spears and and in sync stuff. I mean, these people were legit awesome dancers. And I would like to think that I held my own. I don't know. Maybe Amanda can update us on the next episode of the afternoons. Not this Thursday, but the next. Should have gave you the GoPro for the weekend. Oh man. That would have been a pretty good idea. They didn't want anybody on their phones and they didn't want anybody in social media, which was a blast, you know. And when you sweat through your pants so much that your phone is wet, mm -hmm, that's, when you, that's when you're doing it. That's when you're doing it. Great to see everybody in chat. Thanks for all being here. Um, I know Mondays are not everybody's uh, favorite day. Today was a pretty brutal wake up. Uh, but we're all here. We're doing it. We got a big week here at the uh, Good People Association. Tomorrow, Jessica Hall is on the show. She has a seltzer, a hard seltzer, called Fetch. And making fetch happen. It was awesome. I tried it at the Battle Buddy uh, outing, and we've been talking and trying to get her on the show, so she's coming on tomorrow. So tomorrow morning, you can get ready to drink some seltzers. All right? What? Early morning seltzer. And making fetch happen. I'm, I'm not doing seltzers anymore. Really? They give me headaches. Mm, you're off the reason. seltzers, huh? Yeah. Maybe. Went off for a while. Okay. Matt the Beer Man chimes in with the Super Chat. Matt, great to see you, buddy. Happy Monday. My daughter, Etta, turned one yesterday. Whoa. Boom. And I also went to a wedding on Saturday. So a fun weekend of celebrations and watching the Olympics. Yes. Hope everyone had a great weekend. Thanks, Matt. Help the... What do you got? Yep. Um... The, uh, the the Olympics for me is like my every four years is like my favorite thing. And the fact that we had to wait five is, you know, crazy. Uh, and I know it's it's a very different Olympics than you've ever seen. But, man, I love watching the swimming or swimming. And we're doing OK. Katie Ledecky lost last night. I saw that. She never. I mean, that 400 freestyle. But I, I would imagine she'll win the 800 pretty handily. And then uh, this is the first year ever that they're doing uh, the women's 1500. They've always done the men's, but they did the women's 1500. And she's a heavy favorite in that, too. You know what's shocking? What's that? Nigel Houston didn't even medal in skateboarding. I know, because he fell a bunch of times. And did you see that that little, um, I think she's 12 years old, the Brazilian girl? Yeah. Um, yeah, the, uh, I can't remember her name. Raya, like, Le and 
Liao or something. She's 13 years old. 13. And the uh, the Japanese skateboarder that won gold, she was also 13. 13 years yeah. old. I'm just mad. Naiji, he's in Demian Metal. I know. He's he's awesome, though. You say Demian Metal in skateboard. I mean, we still have the, the bowl, like, vert one. The but, vert, right? But, oh, man. It's cool to watch. And I don't know what who, and I nobody even told me about it, but I didn't even know we were getting a three-on-three basketball uh, event at the Olympics. Like, they're, like, checking in. It's like you're watching Street League. It's sick. Yeah, and then you say lost. I think that's, oh my God, I think that's kind of hilarious. I, who, what, I don't know. I mean, you got to imagine that these guys, you know, they're they're everything, and then they get to the Olympics, and they figure it's just going to be, you know, like this breezy thing. We're going to go to Tokyo, hang out. And then, but because basketball has become so international, these teams are playing, I mean, they're playing the USA, so they're giving us their best game every single time. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got to win the rest of our games. We play Iran, I think, tomorrow, and then we got to play, uh, I don't know who else is in our group, but we got to advance. We've never not meddled yeah. in basketball. The thing I want to know is, like the basketball players, like the rugby players, and like like shop put people, how do they sleep on those cardboard beds? I know, right? I you know the reason that they're trying to get the, the, they put those cardboard beds in there? Yeah, so yeah, so people wouldn't be having sex on them. It's crazy. <laughs> Listen, if you think cardboard is going to stop Olympic athletes from having sex, you're out of your mind. Anyway. That's another thing. Anything is going to have breakdance parties in the room. <laughs> Just real apart. That's the real Olympics. Uh, bah, bah, bah. Japan versus the USA. <laughs> yeah. In beatbox. <laughs> Dude, that's the kind of stuff I want to see. I also think we were talking about it at the wedding. Cornhole, an Olympic event. That smash ball. Like, if you're going to do air rifle, where they're, like, holding... Like, have you seen how many attachments are on that air rifle for them to shoot it? I haven't seen videos of it. I've heard about it, but... I watched a bunch of it. I also watched a bunch of archery. Those the bow and arrows. I mean, that obviously that gives you the sense that maybe Hawkeye does have kind of a superpower. I mean, also I know it's a movie, but I think that they if you have the bow and arrow, it needs to be the plain bow and arrow. They can't have any kind of like weights or anything on it. Like you just got to have a long bow, old school style. Nothing else happens. That's your bow. Yeah, a flint arrow made from Native <laughs> Americans. Yes, yeah. First Nation people. <laughs> Correct. I mean, I want these original bow and arrows. And they got guys with, like, binoculars. I don't know. I was watching the mix one. I've always wanted to be an archer. So our buddy Kingsport Cal chimes in with Super Chat. I went to a local pool hall Friday night. That sounds awesome. I got into a tournament by happenstance and placed third. It was awesome. I had fun without being competitive. Well, I mean, you're kind of competitive. I'm talking about you got third, right? Yeah. That's bronze. (laughs) It's a solid bronze. You meddled. I'm guessing Kingsport Cal is good at pool billiards because I am not. Uh, all right, let's get to our guest. Um, he is doing amazing things. His name is Brian Floriani. Uh, I, we've never talked before, but I, I also know amongst all of the amazing things he's doing with Freedom USA, he's also a former golf professional, Ikaika. And as people know, I'm obsessed with golf. So we're going to talk about that, but we're also going to talk about some golf. Uh, and uh, I'm very excited about him. Ladies and gentlemen, Brian Floriani. A fellow paisano. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, man? How are you doing? Good, brother. How are you? I am spectacular. Good. I heard your daughter turn one. No. Is that? No, not my daughter. One of our uh, one of our friends of the show, Matt the Beard Man, oh, his daughter turned one. Well, yeah. Anyway, happy birthday to Eva. <laughs> yeah. Are I have, you a father? I am. I've got a little five-month-old, uh, and she is... The best. She's the little light of my life. It's amazing. What's her name? Rosie. Rosie. Yeah. Is that your first? It's our first. Absolutely. What about your? You've got a couple kids, right? 
I do. I've got a 12-year-old daughter. Her name's Zoe. Okay. And a son who just turned seven. His name's Ziggy. Zoe and Ziggy. I love that. So we're stuck on the Z's. They're going to have to work from behind, my friend. <laughs> They're going to have to grind. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. So thanks for joining the show, man. This is super fun. I um, I, I love what you're doing as as a um, you know a child of teachers, a uh, very passionate reading household. Um, I think it's it's absolutely not only important but also an extremely worthy and incredible cause. Tell everybody how you kind of got into this and and what's next. What's going on? Oh wow. Uh... Well, first, just thanks so much for having us. Yeah. It means a lot to us. Love your show. Thanks. And especially just folks who are focused on positivity. Yeah. I think we need a little more of that. In I fact, a lot of that. <laughs> and so it's good that you're, I'm, I'm just grateful that you're focused on that because we need to hear more of it. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, so my story is an interesting one. I heard you reference golf, yeah. um, you know, 15 years ago, I was, running golf schools for golf for the golf digest schools. Oh, wow. So I'd, I'd spend half the year in West Palm beach and the other half in Lake Tahoe. Yes. Um, life was horrible. <laughs> I, I mean, um, I love those, the courses in Tahoe. I mean that, that Edgewood where they play the, the oh, American yeah. century, gorgeous courses, old Greenwood. Uh, you played old Greenwood. Yeah. Old Greenwood's that's, a great, yeah. That's where I was. No way. So that's amazing. If you, if you you have a really long range and at the other end of the range is yeah. a, is a building yeah. and a nice five acre short game facility. That that's where I was. That's so, amazing. I love that. And you know, they, they, because of the growing season is so short there, they, they sodded that whole golf course. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, we got to tee it up sometime. I would love to, man. I would love to. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Cause where so are you right now? Are you in, you're in Chicago? Where are you located right now? Just uh, northern suburb of Chicago. Right on. Okay. Um, so that's where we call home. Yeah, yeah. And um, so anyway, so that's what I was doing. And on yeah. the same day, my my dad, Bernie, and my grandmother died on the same day. Oh, my God. And uh, so I was asked to eulogize them both in separate, separate services, about an hour apart, buried about 100 yards from each other. Oh, and yeah. uh, as you can imagine, that was a pretty intense time yeah. for me and my family. And what it really brought me to was that, um, as I reflected on their lives, that you know, th their lives and what I was talking about was really about significance. It wasn't about success. Sure. And, uh, as I reflected on my own life and I was asking myself three questions, if I were to die today, would anybody have anything to say about me? Uh, would it be true and would it matter? And I really didn't like the answers to those questions. Wow. And so I left the golf business and dedicated my life to service to others and um, ended up in a school district in the northern suburbs uh, uh, called Zion okay. uh, Elementary School. And um, I'm sorry, Zion School District at okay. Shiloh Park Elementary. And um, man, what a transformational experience that was. And I thought I wanted to be an elementary school teacher in an under-resourced community and, okay. um, man, learned a lot from, you know, just from a different perspective, I, you know, not being a student, but seeing it from the outside, looking in and seeing how critical education is to mm -hmm. all of us and literacy specifically. Um, you know, the fact that these children were eager to be reading and they wanted to go home and read and there were no books in the house and yeah. nobody was taken in the library. It didn't matter why it just wasn't happening. And even in the library where I was working, 
you could check books out from the library, but you couldn't take them home. Right. And I just kind of, not kind of, I, that was just unacceptable to me in a, in a country that talks about pursuit of happiness and equity and, and education and, and equality. And the fact that these children really weren't getting uh, a really fair shot. And then that experience and, and then reflecting on my father's life. So my father and all my family's from Western Pennsylvania. Well, get out of here. Where in Western Pennsylvania? Oh, uh, well, how familiar are you with it? I'm from Western Pennsylvania. I'm from Upper St. Clair. Boy. Yeah. I knew I loved you. <laughs> Steeler fan to the day I DIE, That's my what friend. I'm talking about. Yes. Mean Joe Green. Hell Jack yeah. Lambert. You know it. Uh, yes. So yeah. they're from, uh, I think the easiest way to put it is near Greensburg. Okay. Right on. Um, yeah. New Stanton. New Stanton. Um, the exit off the turnpike. I get yeah, it. Baby. Yeah. Uh, and so, a little town called West Newton and then a, a very a smaller town compared to even West Newton called Soutersville. So my okay. dad grew up in Soutersville. Wow. Um, his dad was, a, both of his parents are immigrants. Okay. And uh, his dad was a coal miner for 51 years. Yeah. Um, That's how my, my great grandparents came over too. All coal miners. Yeah. They came from Italy and they were all yeah. coal miners. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And uh, my dad didn't have running water until he went to college. Oh my God. Um, and he literally read his way to a better life. And so what happened one day there in the schools where I was working is, it's that experience. And then my dad's story collided. And I just realized these children were just little Bernie's Yeah, and they needed a shot like he had. And, um, so, uh, we started the book bank, Bernie's book bank in my garage 11 years ago, but with a, with a really, um, clear mission that we were going to build a children's book bank model that was effective, efficient, scalable, and sustainable. And we were going to replicate it in every major city in the country. And, and, um, and though we've been relatively speaking very successful, I mean, we started the started the book bank on, on my credit card for five thousand dollars. <laughs> um, it's since been paid off, J- Josh. Yeah, good, good, uh, good, good, good. I, I think I paid a little bit more than five grand at the end of the day, <laughs> but you know, we we now run off a four million dollar budget and serve wow. three hundred thousand children with twelve quality books a year from birth through sixth grade, and we're now Unreal. really pursuing replication aggressively. But you know, there still is an underlying challenge in philanthropy and you know the philanthropic landscape doesn't look bright um in terms of the amount of people that are giving what they're giving the concentration of wealth that we have in our country um there's more players in the nonprofit sector than there ever have been um and that was kind of the the impetus for the thoughts around freedom is that uh we needed to find a way to generate revenue in Mm -hmm. a real way um, to not only get proof of, you know, proven concepts to scale, but also attract really entrepreneurial, smart people to the battlefield of literacy, because I I just believe that we'll never reach our full potential as a country until every child is reading ready and and every child is reading proficient by the time they're in third grade. Mm -hmm. Um, I really believe it should be one of our key performance indicators as a, as a country. Are we, are we successful or not? Right. Um, so that, that's a little, that's a condensed version of the story. Uh, I, I could talk for hours on that, but, um, I feel blessed to be in a position to, to serve others and to work alongside of people, um, and on behalf of supporters, um, for our mission. And I, I just feel grateful to have a life full of purpose. So, um, and we try to keep it positive at all times. So I love it. Um, I love it. Okay. So first of all, real quick, uh, spirit channels in the chat chimes in says what a small world Suitersville is down the street from my hometown. So there you go, dude. Like, wow. that's awesome. 
Love Soutersville. I love the people of Western Pennsylvania. The best. Um, you know, I, I'm grateful that I grew up around those folks and, you know, you, you don't realize it, but you're learning a lot of things from the people that you grow up around. And, yeah. you know, I think one of the best things my dad ever did is every time we went back to grandma's house, we'd end up back there by the hole where the outhouse was. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it kind of taught me two things, you know, one, this is where you come from. Don't ever forget it. And two, if you're willing to work hard and, um, sacrifice you can you can you can get what you want in this country but you got to work hard got to work hard and you got to take personal responsibility for those things you want mm -hmm. um so i mean um, when my uncle bought my uncle owns a bar in falston pa um which is in beaver county my dad's from beaver new brighton area uh you know all those italians and polish people came to new brighton to work in steel mills uh, my mom's italian grew up in the city of pittsburgh all those italians came to work in the steel mills or the coal mines all that kind of stuff made a life for themselves. My, my great grandma on my mom's side. Um, did you say grandma? Great grandma. Mom. Yeah. Mom. mom of course. That's, <laughs> that's, that's how it's spelled. What I'm talking about. Yeah. That's Western PA right there. <laughs> it sure is. It's um, not mom. It's mom. It's mom. Um, you listen to your mom right now, okay? That's right. Get out of town. Get out of town. <laughs> Come on. You got to hang out down there. Have some stony. <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> so when she, you know, when they came over from Italy, um, crazy enough, my, you know, my great grandfather and his brother went back to this little town in Italy in Chilico and met sisters and brought them to the United States and married them. Right. So they didn't speak any English. And my great grandma was married with her spelling book. That was the first book that was given oh, yeah. to her uh, because she wanted to learn English so bad. And, um, you know, they made a life for themselves. Reading was extremely, extremely important. Uh, again, you know, my parents were both teachers at one point. My dad got out of education, but continued to teach in the community, whether through sports or, or whatever. And I grew up in that house where you read that, you know, you could only get TV and TV was always Jeopardy. <laughs> so right. the, the only thing you could that you had to earn that through reading. Right. So all those summer reading programs, everything. Um, and uh, it's, you know, I. Again, I think it's something that is overlooked because you just everybody just thinks everybody can read, right? And it's that's not true. It's it's yeah. wild to think that. Right. And it's uh you know, you know, there's thirty two million adults in America that can't read. That's unbelievable. Um uh we rank twelfth out of twenty of the highest income countries in the world in reading. 12th 12th wow and i think it's one of these things where <laughs> it's a it, epidemic and pandemic of its own yeah in its own right that truly affects us all yeah in very big ways and i think because it's going on for so long and it's not right there and so dramatic right in front of you that we don't respond to it in the same way that we do with some other things and it's mm -hmm. you know it's i've taken it I've taken it on as my responsibility to do whatever I can to bring it to the forefront of conversations in our country. Cause I really believe that once we get there and have literacy for all, yeah. um, it's not only the right thing to do, but it ultimately impacts us all. And, you know, uh, I, I think that we would benefit from it. I mean, think about the innovation that we've had and the things that we've done in our country, you know, creating the iPhone, going to the moon, all these things. Yeah. If they're possible, literacy for all is possible. And by the way, without literacy, you don't get those things. Yeah. And so I think that 
whether it's innovation or, you know, my brother, we're, we're coming up on the one year anniversary of my brother passing away from ALS. Oh man. And it so really sorry. pains me to think that the, the cure for ALS or cancer could be lying dormant on the South side of Chicago or yeah. the, the, the North side of Milwaukee or, or any other place in America where children really aren't giving the same equitable opportunity to be mm-hmm. educated. Um, we'd all benefit and it just needs to become a national priority. You know, it's, um, uh, the, uh, the program Last Chance You on Netflix, um, you know, they follow junior college football and this last season was junior college basketball. And the thing that I've taken away from all of those programs is how how hard it is for a lot of these athletes or people that were raised in communities or families or households where reading and education was never an important thing. At least that's what it seems like. Or they went to schools that were super underfunded and they just passed them along because they couldn't keep holding them back and they were athletes and whatever. And you see as they get older and they're they're now at a college and they have to write papers and they just, they don't have that ability. Um, It's, it really is. That's like you said, that's the pandemic is education. Um, You know, I think my lucky stars every day that I was raised in a household where that was extremely important because listen, you know, yeah, I grew up in a very nice part of Western Pennsylvania, but if there's a lot of parts of Western Pennsylvania that aren't, and there's a lot of kids that probably don't get that opportunity. Um, You know, yeah, yeah. Millions. Yeah. Millions. And you know, we can't control what's going on in the household. No. But we certainly, there are, there are things we can control. Yeah. And I think we can control the level of education and the investment that it's made into every child. Yeah. Um, we can control that. Um, book ownership is something that is a variable we can control. And you know, the beautiful thing about reading readiness, it's a pivotal moment in your lifetime. And you're, you're, you said you have a daughter, five years old, five months, five five months old. What's her name? Rosie. Rosie. Yeah. yeah. Rosie. You're going to see this soon. Um, Rosie's going to be reading ready and, Last time I checked, you're not a reading professional. Right. And so the beauty of it is reading readiness, it's critical, but we all can, we, we, it's not super complicated to, to produce reading ready children. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can do it, if you can do it, we can all do it. And if it takes a group effort to make sure that all children are reading ready. And so they enter kindergarten, they're ready to learn and they're ready to, instead of learning to read, they're reading to learn. Right. Um, it changes, it changes, it's a game changer. Yeah. Um, and I want our generation to be that place in history where we where we finally said, this is it. This is where it all happened. Yeah. Um, you know, I think social justice is direct directly related to equitable education. Yes. There's there's no way you get social justice without doing that. And it's a low hanging fruit that we should be focused on right now. Yeah. Um, so anyway. It's, you know, we, we just moved and, um, you know, when you have a kid, you start looking at school districts and that kind of stuff. Um, the public education here in Los Angeles is, it's an, it's a travesty. It's, you know, we're a giant metropolis and a lot of our public schools aren't very good. And I've never really understood that. Do you know what I mean? I've never understood yeah. why, um, why we don't take all yeah. of the budgets and put them I towards know. the education system where, you know, you don't have to move to a good area to have a good school. Everybody should have that same opportunity. That's right. Well, if we're going to have public education, let's have public education. Yeah, right. And well said. Um, what's sad, Josh, is that that would be the same whether it's in Los Angeles, Minneapolis, uh, 
Nashville, yeah. Jacksonville, you could pretty much say that every metro area school system struggles. Yeah. And they're the most um, under-resourced population that pretty much we have. Yeah. And that's pretty sad in a country like ours. Mm. Um, you know, and I'm proud of, I'm proud of our country. We're making a lot of progress, yeah. but I think we have a dedication to always being better and we need to, we need to do that with a sense of urgency. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Is so, so what, uh, and before I get that, our buddy Trey T chimes in and chat, we've got a in-school program volunteer, uh, here in Portland that pairs adults with at-risk first and third graders, uh, first through third graders once a week. Uh, businesses give us time off to drive to the schools, and the kids love it. See that we need more stuff like that. That is the kind of stuff that um, because I, I've always said yes, money is very important in charitable and philanthropic ventures, but time is also extremely important. Actually showing up and doing things to show that you care, not just, yes, cutting a check again, really, really helps, but also showing the people because when it comes to children, a lot of these children haven't had people show up for them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I I agree. I, I think that it sends a sign that we love you. We care about you. Um, and not only is it good for the children being served, it's great for the giver. Yes volunteering, you know, when you give, you receive. Um, I think that the other advantage of volunteering is it really builds perspective for you. Mm -hmm. And I think that uh, perspective is a really big deal. Um, you know, I, I, I have a lot of perspective, I think, but I still feel sorry for myself from time to time. And when I do, I think about the children we serve or the children we don't serve yet. And the people that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a little more proximate to that that are going to be challenged for a very long time. Yeah. Um, and the other thing about volunteering or engagement is that when you engage and when you can engage people in the process and the mission, they tend to invest more Yeah. because they now feel ownership in that um, mission. Um, and that becomes more tangible for them. Yes. So um, I think all those programs are great and there need to be more of them. Um, you know, when I, when I think about, and I speak about, nonprofit and the not nonprofits in the nonprofit sector. I, I think that we just need to make sure that we're all operating like a business. Yeah. Um, and we need to have, you know, it's very emotional work, but we need, really need to focus on the fact that our, 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 are our efforts effective, efficient, scalable, and sustainable because at the end of the day, there aren't, a, aren't endless amounts of money. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so, uh, lo love those programs. We have a ton of them here in Chicago land and, um, I think it's great for everyone involved. So um, our buddy Kingsport Cal has been chiming in. He's, he said, I mean, he lives in Tennessee, Kingsport, Tennessee. He says he knows a lot of people that don't read, but he has also said, my father made my brother and I learn a new word from the dictionary every day. Also, we had to do multiplication one through 10 hands behind our back. I mean, that's just, you know, listen, you can, you can train your kids to play sports. You can train your kids to be smart as well and, and no, learn yeah. and love education. You know, my mom, um, my mom was a teacher. I've told this uh, story on the show. My mom was a teacher for over 30 years, uh, Western Pennsylvania, the Keystone Oak School District there. And um, there, were, I can't tell you how many times, because I, I have a pretty unique last name. When people hear my last name, they're like, did your mom teach at Keystone Oak? It's like, yeah, she like, changed my life. And so it's teachers like that that inspire. It's teachers, um, you know, criminally underpaid. Teachers are. Um, Amen. And... And I'll argue, I'll debate that with anyone, yes. anytime, anywhere. And I'm glad you brought up teachers because I, 
you know, one thing that we do that we've started at, at Freedom is every year we do a little campaign where we, um, it's an elevate an educator campaign where you can go onto our platform and tell a really great story about uh, an educator, educators who sure. have um, really meant a lot to you in your life. Um, and I think it's really uplifting, especially right now with where we are with COVID. Oh. Um, we need, we need to uplift these teachers. We need to honor them. And, and this campaign will start again in September. So for yeah. all you listeners out there that have an educator in your life that, uh, you'd really want to honor in a, in a pretty simple way, this would be a great way to do it, yep. um, through our elevate and educator campaign. But I, I'm with you hundred percent. We need to, we need to support our educators and, 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 and honor them in the way that we honor a lot of other professions. Mm-hmm because they really are impacting our future. Look, there's bad everything of everything. Yes. Like there's a few, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, let's not focus on that. Let's focus on the incredible amount of good yeah. that our 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 educators have sacrificed yeah. to do yeah. on behalf of all of us. Yeah. Um, they're selfish folks who are so passionate and a lot of time are spending their own money just to make sure that they're, they're providing the best service to these children in front of them that they possibly can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tell everybody, you know, where they can go, how they can support. Can we do like a book drive here to send to you? Like, where are the locations? What's next big steps? I know well, you've got a lot of things going on too. Well, so let, let me just make sure I, yeah, I clear, clarify the difference between Bernie's book bank and, and freedom. So yes. Bernie's book bank is a, is a children's book bank that I founded um, we hired an incredible CEO a few years ago, have an incredible team. That's a nonprofit. Where freedom came from was uh, really a recognition that that the philanthropic future isn't really um, promising and that we needed to make sure we're generating real revenue to support these efforts yeah. um, and to attract people to get into the literacy game. And you're not going to do that by saying, hey, bro, you're you know, take your credit card, put $5,000 on it and have three jobs while you're starting this and then grind every year just to get the revenue you need to serve what you did last year. We need to have a growth mindset because if your mission's that important, if it's important for one, it's important for all. So uh, I would encourage your listeners to go to berniesbookbank.org, check out what we've done there, the growth of the organization, the sincerity around our mission and what, what our plans for the future are. And then Freedom is a completely separate company that was founded in in the in in light of the the Newman Zone of the world and, sure. and the Tom Shoes and the Bomba socks. You know, sixty two percent of purchases made today are made with purpose in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, where is it made? How is it made? Who's it? Who's it benefit? Um, and the trends are, especially with the millennials, the Gen Xers, Gen Zers, and the generations that are coming behind, that's only going to increase. Right. And and in that case, I believe that consumerism has become activism in well a said. way. Okay. And so Freedom's a lifestyle brand. Um, we sell all kinds of I, I brought I brought this along for you. These are some <laughs> note, these are some note cards. I love we're, it. We're in the positivity. Business. I end every show and I say it. Choose positivity. I love it. That, that's right. It's it. It is a choice, isn't it? One hundred percent. It's an active choice. You got to choose it. Um, life is but a series of choices. Yes. And um, so, um, I mean, whether it's those or whether it's um, dog leashes or yes. these cool coffee mugs, and and I think that the important uh, the important thing to know about freedom is that we've dedicated one hundred percent of our net profits back to literacy initiatives throughout the country. Right initiatives on. that are bold, that want to grow. 
Um, Bernie's Book Bank is one of those beneficiaries, but we also support reading partners and Read Alliance and, okay. and also Little Free Library, their their impact program. So amazing. Check out uh, Freedom spelled F R E A D O M U S A dot com. Um, I love a good uh, pun and I love a good play on words. Yeah, well, him. listen, I, I believe that there's a reason why um, reading is in the word freedom because you aren't truly free until you can read. Yeah. And uh, I think it just it just goes well. So um, that's great. I don't know if I answered your question, but you did. No, absolutely. Um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm guessing as a as a former golf professional that you have a charity golf outing every summer. At least you, you should if you don't. We do, yeah. you know, uh, we've done a couple things with golf at, at, yeah. at the book bank. Um, you know, I never wanted to do golf outings because they're a dime a dozen. Sure. They're, you, they take a long time, but we've, I think we've done a really good job of making these super classy and, yeah. um, but golf, golf has been transformational for, for the sake of Bernie's book bank. I mean, you don't, you don't get five hour coffees with people. Right. Um, yeah. so I've spent a lot of time with, current donors and future donors on the golf course. And, yep. um, it's a great way to build a relationship. And yep. so I'm grateful for golf. Um, and the opportunity I've had to play golf and be involved in the golf business, uh, for, for many reasons. So, yeah, um, that's amazing. I, um, you know, uh, there's so many causes out there that have very good initiatives, very good goals, something like this. There aren't many causes that seem so almost easy. You know, like your cause just makes sense, right? There's, I mean, there's so much that goes into, you know, curing illnesses and, and research and all that kind of stuff where we may not see a light at the an end of a tunnel, right? Freedom and literacy for all, the light is there. Everybody can see it. It's a matter of actually getting the books into people's hands and getting the educators and getting people volunteering um, very worthy, very, and I don't want to say obvious, but obvious. Well, I'm glad you pointed that out. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm about fixing causes, not symptoms. Okay. And I think a lot of what we see, the challenges we have in this country, whether it's around um, poverty or hunger, homelessness, all those things are really symptomatic of other problems that we need to solve. Uh-huh. And back to education, you know, if we were able to give every child an equitable education, I really believe that it's would end up solving in a big way some of our other problems. Um, now, it takes a takes more vision, it takes longer for it to work, mm-hmm. which is part of our issue. We're uh, right now, give it to me now. Yeah. Um, society. And um, but I think that if we fix that, we fix a lot of these other issues. And, and the net net is super positive for all of us, whether it be emotionally, financially, um, in every way. Yes. Um, right on. Uh, Brian, dude, I, I really appreciate you taking the time. Um, I, I would like to really stay in touch. And if there's anything I can do here in Los Angeles or, you know, come and volunteer out there, uh, wherever the locations are, uh, us Western Pennsylvania boys got to stick together. Um, no doubt. And, uh, you know, please, I, anything that we can do here, we would love to help, um, you know, do, a, you know, a live stream that we can raise money for whatever the case may be. Uh, I love what you're doing. I think it not only, like, like I said, extremely important, but, uh, I'm very passionate about education, reading, all that kind of stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, 
keep keep doing it, dude. You're crushing. Really, really well, love it. Well, I, I appreciate the kind words. I appreciate your support and and willingness to give us a platform to talk about it a little bit. I I hope we stay connected. Yeah. Um, as as we approach the school year, um, hope people will keep freedom um, in in mind. Again, it's f r e a d o m u s a dot com when they're thinking about back to school apparel for their children. We've just made our children's tees ten dollars and fifty cents. I think they're super cool. A lot of other folks have thought they were super cool. And then as we get into the holidays, you know, consider a gift that gives twice. Consider a gift that that not only makes whoever you're giving it to happy, but knowing that 100% of the profits of that gift goes to support literacy for all. Um, consider that. Um, in the meantime, follow us on all social media platforms. And um, Josh, I, I just appreciate the time. Of course, man. Thank you. Um, love what you do. Thanks for spreading positivity. And more than anything, um, making people laugh. <laughs> I think I that that's super important. Can I, can I share one story with you before Please, I go? by all means. Okay. And I just, I just pinned uh, your website in the chat right here. So for the next like 15 minutes, and I'll make sure that uh, it's all, it's in the description and everything, but I'll make sure that, you know, we talk about it. And Thank you. again, let's keep in touch and you know, we'll figure something out and, and do something, awesome. do something. So let me leave you this one story. Okay. This is critical. So my brother, my brother battled ALS for seven years. Wow. For the last four years, he was, paralyzed and for most of that he was on a ventilator Mm -hmm. and finally at at middle july last year he decided that he had had enough and he was going to surrender not quit but surrender and Mm so um on july 30th of last year he he was called home but the day that we took him to hospice to have take to to have all this take place Mm -hmm. um we were in the room with him and he looked at the doctor and said, you know, how much time do I have? And he said, well, now's the time. And, um, though we had all had pretty in-depth conversations with him prior to going there, um, he looked at us all and he said, if you need to choose between happy and sad, choose happy. And he looked at the doctor and he said, thank you for what you do. Looked at the nurse, complimented her. And then he said, I'm ready. And I think it's important to recognize that someone minutes away from eternity had the wherewithal to tell people that were still living to choose happy mm-hmm. because we all have choices. Yeah. It's up to the person in the mirror. And those choices impact every single person around you, whether it's choosing joy, choosing happy, choosing positivity, choosing the high road, choosing grace, choosing love. All of those things are our choice. And so I would just leave you with that. Um, And I made a promise once I heard that come from him that I would share it with as many people as I possibly could. Um, So with that, I'll leave you. Um, Unbelievable story. Uh, I'm I'm an emotional guy, so I'm crying over here. But, uh, you know, hey, I I got a brother um, and, you know, it's I don't know what else to say, man. You got me speechless. So thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank well, you. Enjoy each minute. Yeah, but it's, it's a gift. Yeah. Um, okay. Keep doing your thing, dude. I uh, can't wait to, to really work together more. I love it. All right. Let's talk again. Go Steelers. Yeah, yeah buddy. All, All right. right. See you now. Brian Floriani. Uh, just awesome. Really, really. I mean, I don't know what else to say there. It's just uh, what an incredible dude uh, doing amazing things. Uh, choosing 
positivity, choose happy. Um, really awesome. Really, really, really cool. Thanks to everybody uh, in chat for being fantastic during the entire conversation. And, you know, go to freedomusa.com uh, and help support the cause. You know, there it's it's really, really important. I know, there, again, like I said, there's so many causes out there, but this is an easy one. This is an easy one to support. It's an easy one to do. It's an easy one to volunteer with. A local school, a local program, a local library, um, you know, your friends, people that you see, you know, it's, you know, let's let's figure this out. Uh, together, it's way more fun together. Ikaikashai. We just lost the internet for a second. Oh no! It'll come back, but just keep an eye on it. Ah, oh, shnikes, Batman! It ended right after he like left. Ugh. Well, at least it ended right after he left. Uh... So we just lost the stream, huh? No, it'll come back. It's uh. just it's usually like a minute or two. Baby, come back! I'm just gonna keep refreshing. You can blame it all on me. I'll practice recorder while we wait. Let's uh let's make sure we clip out that story that he said at the end there with his mm-hmm. brother. That was like forty six minutes in. Forty five, I think. Yeah. Okay. Baby, come back. Um, wi Fi, come back. Woo! You put, like through your phone or you something. You can blame it all. There we go. All on me. Is it back? Uh, it's nope. I thought it was. Dang. What a day. De- well, looks like I'm back with me. Why if I come back? You can blame it all on me. I was wrong, and I just can't live without you. Oh, connect to the internet. Come on. Son of a bee sting. What a botch. Ooh, a baby come back. No. We should talk about raising canes when it comes to <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Should I go pee while the internet's down? Yeah, I'll I'll entertain. Yeah. I'll mute Sue so he can't hear you. Uh, we're back. Uh, someone wants to use the restroom, and I am refreshing the internet, guys. Something happened with the internet. And let's see. Are we live? Are we working? Can people say something in chat if they hear me? Put your favorite food in chat if you can hear me. Hello? My name is Jeff. Oh, here, I'll try to do the Lord of the Rings thing. I'm trying. I got the beginning down. Yeah, I'm trying to do it. Can you guys hear that? Chat? Hello? Let me try again. Is this the Lord of the Rings thing? I'm trying to. Oh man, that sounds brutal. Hey everybody, sorry about that. Our internet went down. We can, you know, we, you know, it, it happens. It hasn't happened on a show. It's and, back. They can hear and, us. And, and and I don't know how long. Yay! Back, baby, come back. Let's try one more time. 
Uh, again, special thanks to Brian uh, Floriani from Freedom USA. That's still pinned up there in the chat. Check it out. Check it out. Um, we appreciate all of you. Ikaika um, Shively, we're going to do some videos and make me smile. Before we do, Ikaika had a big weekend, too. Oh, now, yeah. I know. I Where is it again? Roland Heights. Roland Heights. Okay. So Ikaika went to, tell him everybody. Raising okay. Canes. So we're, so... <sighs> Show the picture. Can you show the picture? Uh, I don't have it up right now. Dang. Okay. So, um, uh, I was I was on TikTok th- uh, on Sunday morning, and yeah. I kept seeing Frank and Sons, which I've been wanting to go for months and months okay. and months. Okay. Which is the toy collector like expo almost, but they do it every weekend, like Saturday and Sunday. Okay, got it. And they had a like a spooky theme one for this weekend only. I was like, Heather, let's go. She's like, Okay. I'm like, Yes. So we go on the way over there. I see a Chick Fil A. I'm like, Cool. Mm-hmm. Right across the street from it is a Raising Cane's. I'm like, yeah. Oh my god. We I've been go. seeing this. I saw one in Colorado, and I didn't get to go to it. I'm so pissed I didn't do it on my drive across the country. So after we went to the toy shop or the mm-hmm. collector thing, we, we went there because I thought, I'm hungry now. I said, like, can we go get Raising Cane's? I want to try their chicken tenders. She's yeah. like, okay. So we go. Yeah. We're in line. She's like, I like how excited you are whenever you see a new fast food place. I'm like, yeah, I love food. And uh, then, me too. Like, look at me. I love food. I think we lost internet again. Oh, did we? No. No? I see it. Oh, maybe I just lost Wi-Fi. Um, yeah, so we go. The menu is very simple. It's like in and out, but it's like, okay. do you want a three-piece, four-piece, a six-piece, or like a chicken sandwich? Genius. I got the six-piece because I wanted extra. Come on. Oh, my God. It's so good. Okay. All very right. crispy. Yeah. Very tender and juicy on the inside. Okay. Flavor all the way through. Their mm. sauce is okay. Okay, sauce is okay. So you should maybe get Chick-fil-A sauce for your Raising Cane's is what you're saying. I guess, Like yeah. the double up. Yeah. I'm not I'm not opposed to cross pollination when it comes to the fast food. I mean, I, I I was so bummed that we didn't stop on my drive to Texas. Um and I I think about it all the time. I'm, and I get I'm like you, dude. When I see like a new looking fast food place, I freak out. I get so excited. I, I wish it's like a dive bar and fast food are my favorite things when it comes to consumption. I mean, if you can get a permission slip from Amanda and Rosie, I think we should just do like a yeah. one week road trip around the country, just doing all fast food. This is after the weight loss challenge, of course. Oh well, yeah, of course. But like, oh my god. Man. But like, you know what? You didn't really need the dipping sauce with the chicken because okay. the chicken was tasty. It was that enough. good? Huh? Yeah. Uh, our buddy Daniel Medina says you were right next to my theater? Question mark exclamation point question mark. <sighs> what Daniel Medina? You could come be a guest reviewer on our first Raising Gains adventure. Also, somebody chimed in. If you guys want to check out the chicken breaks. Uh, episode from this Saturday. Mark Riley joined as a guest reviewer. And no spoiler alert, Mark, it will not be invited back. Uh, <laughs> we love him, but he has he has insulted the legacy of the chicken bake. And that is unacceptable here on the program. Um, no, we got to do Raising Cane's. I want to get to this Iggy's place in Tucson. What I need, what I really want, and it, it's not a diner. I want those like local fast food places that only exist in certain towns, right? Like that might have like two or three locations of this burger chain, mm-hmm. right? Or this chicken place. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a Los Pollos Hermanos. It only exists in that area. Not I know Los Pollos Hermanos doesn't exist. I'm not an idiot. What I'm saying is that, that there are certain places that only exist and in in those certain areas, you know what I mean. Anyway, if we could raise fifteen thousand dollars, that's <laughs> that's gonna be our next show. Uh, I miss this. Oh, Brian Jackson, Mister McClunky said, "I had a great weekend. Went to El Corazon, saw Ken, Mark, and Daniel of GPA family. Great time. 
Uh, I heard it was a great show. I saw some pictures. Really bummed that we aren't there. But if you want to see us live in Los Angeles, go to jamminthevan.com. Um, you can, I also posted the link here. Uh, but we're going to start promoting it. You can check out all the social medias, at GPA across the board, at Josh McGuga, at Riley Round, at Ken Knapsack, uh, at Ikaika S3, the legend. Um, so uh, you can check that out there. You're going to see us live. It's going to be a great time. And that's, that will also be live streamed. So, um, you know, there's that. Man, I'm really jealous of this Raising Cane situation. So how far is Roland Heights from here? It was about 45 minutes. That's not bad. I'll it's do that not. for chicken. Yeah. Like, we went during in the morning during, like, maybe we left at, like, 10, 30, 11. Okay. Okay. We didn't hit really any traffic. Okay. Just going, yeah. going down there. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's my like, stomach is growling right now. Oh, man. I got, so I only had, like, maybe three and a half because I ate all the fries first. And, like, the fries are not going to last or I ate these. Okay. Save the chicken for later. So that was my dinner, too, was the chicken. Okay, so Kingsport Cal chimes in and says, we got pals here in East Tennessee. Great burgers, F in and out. All right, take, your, take it easy. In and out is very good. And Luz Redmond chimes in with pals with the drooly emoji. So wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. What's pals? I want to hear about this. Is it a chain? Is there like a couple locations? Because that's what I want, like those, that mini, the mini franchise. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's not national. It's like very regional franchise thing. Because we, you know, in Pittsburgh, we have a thing called Permani Brothers, Right. Romani Brothers, not fast food. It is a restaurant, but there are like seven or eight locations. It's where you put the French fries on the sandwich. It's fast-ish food. You still sit down, but you can also order at the counter, take it away. Uh, it's fantastic, but it's it's like our local chain, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, Rob says Big City Burrito in Northern Colorado. Mm. Yeah, my Wi-Fi keeps going out, but the internet stays. Yeah, I guess. it's your Wi-Fi. Sons of beast things. I want. I mean, I have two things I want to do. One, okay. I want to take all. I mean, not me personally take, but all of us go to Hawaii, go to Oahu, <laughs> take you to all the good beaches, all the good food spots. Yeah. But also, like, I want to take you to some places in San Jose. Like, you need to go here. Oh yeah. You need to go here because you go up there sometimes. I do. Like, there's a Mexican up there. Yeah. There's a really good pizza place called High Five Pizza. You walk in, it just. Bay Area sports memorabilia everywhere. Like Joe Montana signed pizza. Where is that in San Jose? Yeah, there's two of them. But there's mm. one literally like five blocks from my mom's okay. house. Okay, okay. Hi-Fi pizza in San Jose. Really good. I dig. I dig. Um, all right, let's do some videos. And make me smile, and right. we can go home. If you come to Portland, Oregon, then it's Burgerville. Oh man, Burgerville. Oh. Pal's sudden service, man. Because my Wi-Fi just went out. Big City Burrito. Oh, so man. This is why boxers are my favorite breed. Watch this. They always have this look on their face like they owe you money. And they're really, really worried about it. And they're worried you're going to ask. So this is it looks like one of those deep sea fish. I know. It's so big. It's like one of those Brats dolls. Look at that dog. I thought it was a filter at first. I thought I was getting, but this video is too thing. It's like too. <laughs> Or it's like you just stole like something from so this <laughs> my grandma gave me that <laughs> chain. <laughs> What'd you say about me? Oh my god! All right, wait. Did you, oh yeah? Look at this. This guy's just napping with an elephant. How cool does that look? His hat comes off. It's there's a little baby. It's a little baby elephant just hanging out. Look do, you, do you think if you worked at any of like the Disney parks, you'd want to work at like Animal Kingdom? Yes. I think I think that you know like. If if you gave me ten career options back in the day, I think vet or like zoo zoologist mm-hmm. would have been in the top ten. I would have liked to work with crazy animals. When, when Rosie's a little bit older, there's a an like an Animal Kingdom a show on 
Disney oh, Plus. Okay. So you get to learn all about like the baby animals and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, I should love that. Hook it up. All right. Speaking of Rosie. Yeah. All right. Watch this little video. Okay. So Amanda took this. This is like post nap yesterday. She just like falls back to sleep. And then she's like, oh, wait, oh. Look at her. She kind of, this is like me. I, I tweeted it when I said I tweeted, like, this is how I fall asleep yeah, in movies. Like, power nap. I'm so excited. And then, and then I'm back up. I'm ready to go. Let's go. I was like, okay, first she looks identical to you. And now she's yeah. like acting like you. I know. I know. You're going to have two Joshes in the household. So cute. Oh, man. Look at her. She just like falls right to sleep. And then she's just like, oh, da 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 da. Oh, mom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that is adorable. Uh, man, we got lucky with a sweet little girl. She is so cute. Um, thank you all for joining us here on the Positivity Report. Uh, like I said, tomorrow on the program, Jessica Hall. Jessica Hall will be on the show. She uh, has a seltzer called Fetch. I met her at the Battle Buddy Golf uh, outing. And uh, she's awesome. She's like super... We're going to have a great time tomorrow morning. It's, I'm very, very excited about it. So tune in for that. Uh, Riley's Cantina tomorrow. Uh, Wednesday, I believe we're doing the Horror Watch Long, correct, Gaga? Uh, I want to. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Candyman, right? Yeah. We'll do the scary Horror Watch Long. Ikaika and I also have to, uh, we're doing that scary thing on Twitch, which scared the shit out of me on Friday. There's so much more to do. Yeah. Um, you probably have about maybe eight more hours of that game. So. Eight? Yeah, so I, I think we should when we do streams we need to do at least two hours of that. Okay, like so part just one, so you part get the two. controls because you keep forgetting the yeah, controls dude, and stuff. Forget the controls. I'm gonna train you by the end of the year. <laughs> you're gonna be able to play like Call of Duty. You're gonna be able to look and shoot Man. and walk. We should sticks. do some like Call of Duty. Also, uh, and I'll show it tomorrow on the show. I got the full color version of uh, Tony Ojeda's uh, drawing of Ooh. of me getting eaten by the clown guy. Pennywise, um, Pennywise right? Thanks. You gotta get. Uh, and, uh, I don't have any guests for Josh Brady this weekend, but I'm working on Friday, but I'm working on something kind of fun. So we shall see, uh, all kinds of fun stuff here at the good people association. Thank you as always for joining us. Also, uh, extremely special thanks to, uh, Brian Floriani from freedomusa.com, berniesbookbank.org. You can check that out as well. Um, thank you. Like he said, choose positivity. It's an active choice. Choose it every single day. Text somebody, call them, tell me, love them. It matters. It's way easier to love than hate. Find the good. I might, you know what? I think I might start doing this too. Choose happy. In the inspiration of Brian's brother, choose happy too. Just choose happy. We love you all. We'll see you tomorrow.